casting for the DBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast for the DBC. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on episode five of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom, and I'm here as always with Trevor and Damon. Uh, this is Damon, as usual. We're here to talk about Disney stuff. That's all we have. <laughs> In your entire life, Damon? That's all you that, That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Especially today. Today is all about Disney stuff. <laughs> and I'm Trevor, and yeah, I'm obviously here to just dump Disney out of my brain, because that seems to be what I do. <laughs> Tom, Tom, you lose this round of introductions, I'm just telling you now. <laughs> Man, I need a more interesting thing to say. <laughs> well, we do have lots of great things to talk about this week, including uh, keeping your family safe at Walt Disney World. There were a couple stories that came out recently about that that we're going to talk about, uh, you know, that pertain to that, and actually within pretty much a week of each other. So, uh, good to talk about those things. Definitely some more Pandora discussion. Obviously, the park's opening, uh, you know, as this podcast is being released it's the first weekend uh and you know there's some also some really strong rumors out there about paint the night parade over at uh, disneyland and uh the universe of energy pavilion so we're going to talk a little bit about that um but first before we do that we're going to get into our weekly dvc topic and uh this week we're going to talk about dvc perks um it's something that we we were kind of talking about amongst ourselves just not on the podcast right (laughs) about all the different (laughs) things and uh you know we always see too out on the dvc boards there's like a lot of it seems like a lot of people don't know the perks that are available to them through DVC. They that's buy this me. thing. Yeah, that's you? You don't that's know me. What... <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. I think I brought this topic up because, like, I kind of wanted to know what was out there that I'm obviously missing. Like, I know none of this stuff. I'm looking at the list and I'm like, the only thing that I know about is the member cruises. That's about it. And I just... Oh, really? That's it. Like, I don't really know anything <laughs> else. Like, you know, we go and we're, like, happy that we get what we get, right? I don't... We've never used it for any sort of discounts anywhere. I've never used it for anything. I think my favorite part of this podcast, Damon, is that every time we do it, you learn things. Yeah. <laughs> like, about your membership. <laughs> I'm, like, the common man. Like, I think, you know, that's me, the guy that knows nothing. So bring me on and, and talk to me like we're talking to people that don't understand DVC. Well, then let me be the other side of the spectrum, because I'm the guy who spends way too much time reading all this stuff. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I like to Uh, save every penny I can. See, and you know what happens is I've been trying to actually read up, but then I don't want to ruin these episodes, right? So I look and I'm like, should I read that? I don't know, right? That might be too much for me. Let me just let me just stay awake because I know Tom and Trevor probably have read it already. They probably read it three days ago, so I, I think I'll be okay. Well, <laughs> honestly, I think some of the stuff I read when I first got my DVC membership, so <laughs> that was like last year sometime. Well, um, the, go ahead. So go I guess ahead, the thing Jennifer. is, um, yeah, if you're, if you're looking on the website at the DVC perks, the list is really, really long. Like there is a ton of stuff they have on there because – they actually they itemize a lot of stuff that like I guess the first thing is is when you go anywhere like if you're buying something or you're having a sit down meal or whatever even if they don't ask for your DVC membership you should mention that you have it because a lot of times there is a discount there that people don't know about and that's that's one of the bigger things I guess is the the like you you can get it's like ten percent off on your food and twenty percent off on merchandise and stuff like that. I mean that, and that's the obvious stuff, right? Um, 
Well, and I, I, you know, by the way, I'm I'm on the website right now. Three hundred and nine results for for discounts and events. Yeah, exactly. It's a so, lot. I just so, like paying Disney a lot of extra money. I guess that's about it. You do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you you got to save some money here because you know I, a lot of the stuff. You know, a lot of the cool benefits are you know things like the special member events. You know, the Moonlight Magic. They do member bowling like every single week. Um, you know, right now they have a painting thing going on where they're doing like uh, painting up on the top of the world uh, lounge, which is another perk that we'll talk about in a minute. They do a fireworks cruise. They've got a special Soren tour actually that I have been trying to get a reservation for for about six months, and <laughs> they only do one a week, and it's uh, early in the morning, and they only have they have very limited space for it. So I've I have no idea how anybody gets that tour. <laughs> you, you, you have to know somebody. That, that's the thing. I do. Or, that's what the. <laughs> I need to know wait, someone who, at TVC well, that can hook me up. How far out can you book it, though? I'm not entirely sure how far because I feel like tours you can just book out at any time, right? I I don't know. Well, Listen, so, if we get sorry, two, if we get like twenty thousand, you know, subscribers, we'll we'll get you on the tour, right? All right. I, <laughs> I, I was going to say, um, so even outside of DVC, when I'm looking to to book any kind of um, like dessert parties or anything, it seems the window is like you can't actually see anything further than about six months out. So I that's probably wonder, right. I would think. Yeah, yeah I got to wonder if like if you're planning to do one of these, you, you obviously well, want to try and book it. What is a dessert later. party? Like now, now I'm like kind of like oh, upset because oh, I don't man. know what that is. That that's the one that like again, I'm looking at your list and I'm like, all right, there's certain things, but. What the heck is a dessert party, and why don't I know about them? Uh, Trevor, have you ever have you done any of these? I have done the Fantasmic dessert party in Disneyland. Okay. What I is that? <laughs> what, what, what is it? So is it it's so, a, is it a pay thing and just yeah. DVC? Okay. Well, well, no, this actually wasn't even DVC. So the, these dessert parties, um, they offer them both in and out of DVC. But if you go in DVC, there is a discount, and also there are some dessert parties that are specific to DVC. So um, you can still book them like just going through through the Disney website. But basically what it is is that so for a certain event like fireworks or Fantasmic or stuff like that, um, you go ahead of time. So so like if Fantasmic is showing at 9 o'clock, you show up somewhere at 8 o'clock, you sign in, and then they've got like this dessert buffet. And it's like 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 all, all the usual stuff like squares and whatnot. There's like an, uh, a, a Sunday table and all this stuff so then you go and you have your dessert and and it's like a sectioned off area so you're not you're not having to like crowd in to go and get your food like everyone's just kind of sitting and relaxing and then um depending depending on the dessert party so the one in magic kingdom is you just sit on the tomorrowland terrace and you get a table with a view of the fireworks so you get like a nice nice quiet place to sit and watch the fireworks um the one in Hollywood Studios is um, so they they do the dessert party in one of the buildings and then they take you out to a viewing area where you can watch the Star Wars spectacular stuff. And so some of these are DVC only, though. Um, well, 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 it's not that it's exclusive to DVC. It's that they offer like it's the same dessert party that you can get in and out of DVC. Okay, it's just that they have specific dates reserved for yep. for DVC. And. I- I've done two of these actually. So I, and you know, it's not something you do all the time because they are pricey. Um, you know, we've yeah. done them for special events. So they did one, uh, there's one uh, uh, called the uh, Sparkling Dessert Party at Epcot where there's alcohol. 
Um, so you can actually drink while you're watching Illuminations, which is pretty cool. But also, I mean, it was like really done up. I mean, like they were like flambéing like churros in front of us for like f- like fresh churros but, and you know all yes. all sorts of cool stuff. It was delicious. It was so but, good. But there, but there are some. You're saying there are certain ones that are only DVC, or you're just saying there's a discount for DVC? There, there's a discount for DVC. Okay, so you're so. never going to go to one of these dessert parties where it's just specifically for DVC. That's what no. I guess what I was getting at. Okay, I was just making sure. You're just saying that there's a discount for but, DVC. I get it. That being said, there are some parties that are different that are specifically for DVC. So Correct. Yeah. There is, a, there is the, the, the annual holiday party at the end of the year um, that I actually went to a couple of years ago. You get a you get a free DVC ornament. You get They have food there. Um, you know, they have like a DJ and like a dance party thing. Um, they were selling uh, Vera Bradley bags on like extreme discounts. So, of course, you know, my wife bought one of those. So, <laughs> um, you know, so there was a lot of cool things that were, were going on there. And uh, there, it's a really cool event. And that one doesn't cost anything. The dessert parties do cost money. Um, but the holiday Wait, so party. So, how did, did you not... get into that then? So, is it just a, a, like a lottery sort of thing or first come, first serve? Or... Just a, no, you just you call it. A, I mean, it's in a huge venue, it's a gigantic venue. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's I, don't, I don't know if you've ever been back there before, but there's these giant buildings that they use for like huge events that are okay. in right in Epcot, like mm-hmm. right behind, right in the world showcase, just a little bit behind some of the walls there. And you can see them if you look for them, but if you didn't look for them, you never know they're there. Um, but it's a, I mean, it's a gigantic, I, they, they probably had thousand. Uh, over so it's like a there. conference room. So anybody thing. that's yeah. there during that time in theory, that's DVC probably has an opportunity to go because there's that much room. Oh yeah, for yes. sure. Okay. We still got and, reservations. Um, uh-huh. But it it wasn't you know it it, it didn't it wasn't hard to get it, it wasn't like the Soren tour where I it was seemingly impossible to get a reservation to it. So what about the what are the Moonlight Magic events then? So were there stuff again the DVC only or not DVC only? That these are DVC about? specific events, and so so far this year there's been um, they've had at Magic Kingdom. There's one coming up for Typhoon Lagoon, uh, which I believe is in. June, July. It's actually uh, when I'm when I'm there because oh, I thought very hard about doing it. And, You're not uh, going. It's the last night of my vacation, um, and we talked about it. But we also <laughs> thought to ourselves, you know, it's the last night. We kind of like to, you know, park hop and like take Tra- in what Trevor, we want to take. Do we in. have a way just to kick him out for the rest of the episode <laughs> or not? <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because two years ago I registered for the same event at Typhoon Lagoon. And didn't show up because we were just too tired to just go. We were we were wiped out. Everyone fell asleep and just were you know it was like it was like day three you mm-hmm. know like when you hit that wall like day three or four at Disney where you're just like oh I'm so tired I can't do this all day every day <laughs> you know is, is yeah. the Typhoon Lagoon one in um, because of the new ride are, are they planning anything right is that ride open yet it is open okay uh, Misadventure Falls, Falls or something yeah. yeah but um, it's not necessarily around the new ride they just do it. Okay, as like a did. like kind of like a reward. It's it's, it's they just basically just open the park just for DVC members. Okay, yeah. and it's and free. So oh, even it's free though Tom's too. yeah, even though Tom's not going, I'm actually <laughs> planning to go to the one in Animal Kingdom in September. Okay, so so these are on the website. These things, yes. And you said, wait, so these are free or not free? They're free. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I don't know. See, I don't know why I don't know about these. Things. Maybe this, maybe this, we shouldn't this. say free. We should say included with all the. Food. There you okay. go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, they are a perk of being a DVC member, which you have to pay for. That's funny though. Like yeah. I said, I uh, I I never would have known, nor would I have thought to actually look. So, 
I've actually been really chomping at the bit for the one coming up in September because I want to make sure that I, I get booked for it. Um, one thing that I did find out because I, I called uh, member services is that the so anybody who has a reservation on site for the time when these events are going on, they get an email first before anybody else that the event is open for booking. So even before okay. it shows up on the website, uh, if you're staying on site at that particular time, they will let you know that the event is there for you. Um, and then a couple of days later, they open it up for everybody else to book. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, these have, oh, I'm sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. I, I was going to say that that's only specific to the Moonlight Magic event. Some of the other regular stuff like um, like the, the member bowling night at uh, Splitsville and stuff like that, those just keep happening. And yeah, like in your case, Damon, if you didn't know that it was going on, um, then they like they don't send out any notifications or anything. But on the DVC member website, there is actually a calendar for all these weekly events too. Okay. Now, is there something every week in yep. theory or no? Yep. Okay. Multiple yeah. things a week actually. Yeah, and not all of them are free. You know, uh, the free ones are kind of few and far between. You know, in, in a lot of ways. But uh, you know, those Moonlight Magic ones are cool because you know they'll basically keep the park open just for DVC members. Um, you know, they did one a few months ago in Magic Kingdom, and they did special fireworks just for the DVC members. There was, you know, there's food. You know, there's music. Like they leave the rides open. It's just kind of a. It's almost like uh, I almost want to say it's extra magic hours on steroids, right? You know, it's kind of what it is. It's like you, it's almost like you have the, the park to yourself and, uh, you know, it's really a very exclusive, uh, kind of event. And I, I'm kind of sad. I haven't got, every time I go, it's always the water parks and I'd prefer to be like, <laughs> if it, if it were Epcot or if it were Magic King, any of the parks, you know, besides the water parks, we would so do it, even though Hold it was on, our last here's night. The, the water parks are not your favorite? Yeah, we, we, we were talking about this kind of before we started recording, that my wife and I do not do the water parks. We are not water park fans at Ooh. all. So. <laughs> Man, that, that hurts my feelings. I feel like it, I, at least I bring something to the table. Those are probably our favorite areas. Like I said, we've done the wow. surfing. Uh, the surfing before um, the park opened, phenomenal. Uh, we love the water parks and would not miss them, even though my wife is probably you know the same as you guys are. And she does not like to go. So actually what I enjoy is, is I get to take the kids by myself to the water park. One of the main reasons why we actually got our kids swimming so early was because when we kind of went to the parks and it was just me, right, with three kids, I couldn't actually feel comfortable with all of them being safe and things like that. So I was like, you know what? We came back from that. We actually went on the slide over at Typhoon Lagoon and like there was a little bit of, you know, oh my goodness, like is she going to pop her head above water? So we said, you know what? When we get back, Everyone's getting in the pool. Everyone's making sure they're safe. So when we come back to the water parks, that we're good. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're big water park people. Us too. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the other things that are done, and I'm pretty, I'm kind of really sad that I, I'm not local to make this happen. Um, they were doing member previews uh, for DVC members of Pandora, where they were letting members register early along with annual pass holders to come and check out uh, Pandora before everybody else. Mm. And which is very cool. Uh, I have to say though, I know all of us are part of DVC groups on Facebook and uh, it was, it was really frustrating to see everybody posting their pictures and I'm like, ah, man, (laughs) so jealous. I wish I could be there. (laughs) You know, that is true. That is true. I mean, but again, there's, there's certain things that are enjoyable with, you know, a lot more people and, you know, it'll be, it's going to be interesting no matter when, you know, but previews are good. 
I just the, the idea of going of being there before anybody else has been there is kind of a cool thing, you know, because like 20 years from now, you're like, yeah, I remember when that was open. I was one of the first people that, you know what I mean? That that kind of thing is kind of neat to me, but you know, yeah. Doesn't so, too much. so the only benefit I have to say that I'm a big fan of and that I use all the time is that Epcot Lounge. Oh, it's the best. Love the Epcot Lounge. I swear it's the best. And I know, Tr- Trevor, you haven't gotten to take advantage of that yet, right? You no, know, I have This this upcoming so. trip, but. Yeah. Well, this, make sure you best. have so so tom when you went mm-hmm. what did you have to show so you have to show your member id um they did not check my license for that one though okay so i just and what i've been doing lately and i think i've mentioned this on previous podcasts is i get the digital id um and then i take a screenshot of it on my phone and then i take a picture of my driver's license on my phone so i don't bring the cards with me at all i just show them the digital one and then i show them the picture of my driver's license i've only gotten hassled once about it um so- so yeah, here's, here's, w- here's, here's a helpful tip, too. So we brought nothing, right? No cards, no license, no nothing. We actually logged into the DVC website from your phone. They will actually accept uh. that as, as proof as well. So as long, I mean, that, at least that's when we went last time. That was an acceptable thing, too. Now, trying to get to the DVC website on my phone at that point was not very fun, but it was doable, and they were, you know, that was good enough for them. Using, using Disney World's garbage Wi-Fi? <laughs> No, I think I was on an LTE at that point. It wasn't that. It's just that, you know, their website, it was not mobile friendly at that Mm, point. And, you know, using like, oh, man, I want to say I probably had an iPhone 5 or something. It was it was a little difficult (laughs) to get my fingers to type that uh, that stuff going on. So, yeah, that makes sense. And that's that's why I, you know, definitely prepare ahead of time because they they will not let you up there without a card. Um, And they can't really look you up, I don't think, from there. Um, They cannot. And even if they could look you up, how can you prove it's you? Right. So that's why they said they stay accepted me logging in that was that was okay again i don't know if that's necessarily the case anymore so don't hold me to that but just in case well next time before you go you just download that digital card you take a screenshot and then you always have it in your so, pictures so the digital card is part of the disney app at this yeah. point yeah yeah okay. so yeah so well, dvc actually offers a digital version of your card it only lasts for three months it's like a temp card almost okay yeah it's and on it's, the dvc member website yes it's but exactly it's, right. But it's part of the regular app you would use oh, for everything no. else, or no? No, nope, this is it's, it's its from... own app. Yeah, it's it's not really even an app. It's really just they like you'll you'll go on the website and you'll click on digital card, okay. and it literally just like will it sends think it sends you an email with like a PDF of it. Okay. And then you can you can open. So what I've done is just I open the PDF and then I just take like I said I just take a screenshot and make it a photo. And then I don't have to dig through my email. I just pull up my photos and boom, there it is. You know, it makes it super super simple to do it. And and like I said, I've only gotten hassled one time about it. And truth be told, that was right after the digital uh, membership cards rolled out. So maybe it just was one of those things where all of the cast members weren't used to seeing it. You know, and maybe he just thought it was a little sketchy. I don't know. But uh, that's usually a, that's it's. A good- tip for that's a good tip we need the little like you know music the tip music to play right here right <laughs> i'll da, come da, up with a sound effect for tips i can <laughs> i think i can figure that out um <laughs> like a little sound of like an idea happening or something yeah exactly that <laughs> would be like, great so on. so yeah. here's the other thing i'm not really familiar with is the top of the world lounge i i, I don't think i've been right now that's not where I mean, i'm trying to think so that just came with bay lake when they redid for dvc or no yeah, so basically, um, and I own at Bay Lake, so it used to only be Bay Lake, uh, people staying at Bay Lake were allowed up there. Okay. Um, then oh, they so... started letting all the riffraff, you know, yeah, from, the riffraff. <laughs> all the other resorts, you know, from, yeah, no, but um, it used to just be the Bay Lake, uh, you know, uh, people staying there, but it's basically on the top floor of Bay Lake. If you Have you ever eaten at California Grill? 
Mm, no. No, at a, at a top of contemporary. So um, basically, it's kind of a, a similar check-in. You, you check in at the ground floor. Again, you show your ID. They also scan your magic band. And that's an important caveat in this because you you cannot just show up to the lounge and go with a DVC card. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what I mean by that is they only let you do it if you're staying on property, whether you're paying cash or points, as long as you're staying at a Disney hotel, you can go up there. However, um, if you were just like, you know, in town for business or something like that and staying at some, you know, hotel and you decided, Hey, I want to go to the top of the the top of the world. They're not going to let you up there. And this is, again, this is, this is just DVC. This is just DVC. Um, How big is it? It's big. It's the whole. It's kind of the whole roof of Bay Lake, um, and it's. We've been up there a couple times. They have great drinks. Uh, it's it's actually kind of themed to the monorail, which is really neat. It's got like it's kind of like a, a retroy like monorail it's, theme. It's got a full restaurant up there as well. Not full, so okay. it's like it, appetizers. It's a lounge, right? Yeah, okay. it's a yeah. lounge. So there's like it's like pretzels and like just little appetizers. But I will say we've ordered appetizers up there, and they're very good. Um, they're really good for, and they're big. They're nice size. Um, they do have desserts, but they also have a lot of specialty drinks up there too. Um, really, now, really cool place. Here's a question. Yeah, um, it's a lounge, but do they let uh, the kids come up there as well, or is they it... do? Yeah. Okay. So, so you can go up there with your whole family and watch the fireworks. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, so, so does it get super crowded because of that? Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, so a couple things here. So first of all, when you get there, you have to show your ID, and they take you up on like a special elevator. Um, so it's it, first of all, you feel super VIP when you do that, especially when you have guests with you. It's like they're like super <laughs> impressed by that. Um, but you can bring you can bring guests with you. I want to say it's a limit of six per DVC member card. Okay. So I, and I'll, I'll double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's six per DVC member card. But I would say if you're going to go up there to watch the fireworks, get up there at least a half hour early because it does get busy up there sometimes. Um, they do turn all the lights down and they do turn on the show music. And part of it is outside and part of it is, is inside. So it's the, the actual inside part is all glass. It's glass all the way around. So you can see stuff from there. Um, but you can also walk out on the balcony and there's, you know, it's a ton of space outside and you can see, not only can you see like magic kingdom really well, you can actually see, you can see Epcot from there and you can see Hollywood studios from there. You can, it, and it, it, there's actually a little sign up there that says, you know, look this direction and you can see Epcot like, you know, and, and it's, it's pretty easy to see all that stuff, but you know, they take all the lights down and they play the show music, um, you know, from the, from the fireworks show. I will say me personally, I do not like the view from Top of the World for fireworks. I, th- well, I think it's cool to do once, but I think if you really want to watch the fireworks, you got to do it in Magic Kingdom, especially with this new show that is so much based on project- uh, projections and things like that. I, I feel like you're going to miss out on a lot. Uh, Trevor, um, was, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. I was going to say, so, so two things. One, so we're Bay Lake Towers. That's kind of... I guess if you're looking at the gate to Magic Kingdom, it's kind of off to the left, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. you're you're kind of yeah. I can see that the angle would be kind of weird. It is. Um, the other thing too is that um, there is also the fireworks cruise, which you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess depending on how bad you are, just wanting to watch the fireworks, it, it sounds to me almost like the fireworks cruise might be a better choice if you want to do something that's not standing in Magic Kingdom. So the Maybe, firework yeah. cruises again. These are I've done one, but not the. I don't think the one that we're talking about here, right? So there's there's different firework cruises. Well, right? there's a DVC only one. So that's the one we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. they do a DVC is that every only night. One. It's every week. I think they do it once a week or so. Okay. 
I want to say it's once a week. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you know Damon. I mean, uh, Trevor, but I'm. Pretty <laughs> you know, sure Damon does not know. <laughs> Damon does not know. <laughs> I actually, I didn't read into detail on that on the website because yeah, there's yeah, yeah, there's well, there's just way too much stuff to go through. And I have to say, so we did a we did a fireworks cruise on our honeymoon, which was great. It was a lot of fun because they take you on a like a like a tour of the lake. You know, you got to see where River Country used to be, and you know the abandoned uh, you know Disney Island that used to have all the animals on it and all that fun stuff. Um, that was cool to see, but you really don't see the castle like at all, um, you know, during the whole thing. So for me, my personal preference is to be, you know, right in front of the castle when I'm seeing, you know, the nighttime show there. Um, but you know, it is cool to see the fireworks from top of the world. I would recommend doing it at least once if you want to do that. Um, you know, it's fun to have a drink, you know, in your hand and you're with a bunch of people and it's, but it's a little more intimate. Um, but like you said, the fireworks, because of the way they shoot off, you know, you're used to like standing in front of Cinderella Castle and seeing them go right above the castle. When you're seeing it from Bay Lake because of where it's located, it's, it's weird because they're like off to the right. They're like way off to the right. And it just like kind of screws up your whole perspective. Um, And also too, we've been there before. We've seen the fireworks maybe two or three times up there. And, um, you know, they don't play the show music very loudly. So, you know, if people are talking or, you know, being loud, you can't really hear it that well. Um, So there's that too to consider. But I'm not saying not to do it. I think you should definitely check it out once and should definitely just go up there just to hang out. It's a cool lounge. Um, really well designed. The drinks are really good. The food is actually pretty reasonable. Hey, hey Trevor, have you have you heard the common theme here? There's a lot about those drinks up there. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man, you know, you guys, what? <laughs> I, it wasn't me this time. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually don't think I had any drinks up there. Um, <laughs> that now that I think recall. about it, that I that I, <laughs> thank you, Trevor. That I can recall. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I, maybe I had a lot. Who knows? Um, <laughs> But um, but no, it's it's a cool bar up there, and uh, we we had a good time, uh, you know, going up there, and and uh, I almost, you know, it it's a it's a neat place to check out, especially if you have a guest. Like I said, I I'll never forget. I took my uh, my in laws came with us one time, and we took them up there, and we're standing up, we're looking around, we're, and then we see the fireworks, and uh, the electric water pageant is happening on the water, right? So you know, so we see that, and it's a cool view of that too. And I, I don't remember if it was my father-in-law or mother-in-law, but one of them looked at me and said, how much did you guys pay for this? And like, <laughs> just because they just thought it was well, like the coolest perk and like that it was just such a neat lounge and cool view. And like, I, they just couldn't believe that that was something that we had as part of that. So um, they actually kind of said the same thing when we were at the lounge at Epcot too, because, you know, we're up there and they have... Oh, they have so the, wait, you can bring people up there too? See, I did not yep. know that. You it can bring, is yep. five per card? I, I want to say but, it's five per card. Yeah, so, what, yeah. what do you mean by card? Okay, so is that just adults? Or like, is that, you know, so or does that include everybody? Like if my, my kids don't have cards well, or do they? Right, I forget about your it. Your kids don't when yeah. you have cards unless okay. they're over... 18 i think or 18 i think it's or whoever listed is yeah. listed on the deed right so whoever's yeah. listed on the membership like so your wife would have a card and, and i would have a card so yeah. in theory we could bring 10 people up there yeah so and and there's a couple things to note to, by the way but... about the lounge <laughs> yeah. too the lounge is awesome for, first of all because it's a it's air conditioning <laughs> right and b it's really really a very pretty lounge like you can get some really cool views because it's all glass around you and if you guys don't know it's it's in the imagination pavilion so if if you've seen those glass pyramids that are right by where figment is it's it's up there and it's um you know it's just beautiful and then you know they have coke freestyle machines so you can get i drink way too much soda when i'm there but yes oh, for I would sure agree. 
Oh, yeah, because you way overdo it there. And they have coffee, though, too, which who's drinking coffee when it's 100 degrees out in humidity? But, I, you know, neither here nor there. But the Coke Freestyle machines are there. You can get those. Uh, apparently, they bring out snacks sometimes, which they I've do. been in. You know, I've been in that lounge like 10 times and never once seen snacks there. And I've always gotten snacks every single time I've gone. Frustrating. See, that might be, you know what, though, Tom? That may be a kid thing, right? They look Maybe. and go, mm, no kids? kids ah, like, yeah, whatever. They know what's going to happen if they don't bring snacks out and there's kids there. There's well, going to be chaos. <laughs> well, truthfully, <laughs> my favorite popcorn in all of the parks is, is at a cart that's right in front of the Imagination Pavilion. It's the best popcorn ever. So we always go and buy that popcorn and then take it up into the lounge, eat the popcorn, and drink the free soda. And well, that's probably why, because maybe. you're going up there with snacks already. <laughs> that's true. and <laughs> That's true. Now, the other uh, underutilized thing at the lounge, too, is they will give you phone chargers as well. So yeah. they have phone chargers built into all the tables, and they will give you a cord to charge your phone. So while you're sitting there in the air conditioning lounging around, you can also charge your phone, too, which I think is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. The, I hope they keep that perk for a long time, because I love that one. I th- I think that one is really cool. I mean, we could also get Anchor to sponsor the podcast, and then maybe they send us all little uh, you know chargers too. <laughs> that's I mean, you know, that's true. That would be great. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so the two lounges, and and you know, there's there's been some pretty heavy rumors. No, nothing confirmed that they're going to add maybe another lounge or two. Um, you know, at some of the other parks, I think that would be awesome. Uh, the more where, perks where they would can you add. want it? Right. So all right. So mm, that's the question. Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Oh, no. I'm going to say Hollywood mm. Studios. It's too small uh, right now, though. Well, but no, after Star <laughs> Wars. But the lines are so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the lines are so long, that's where yeah. I need it. Yeah. yeah I, th- I, I think Trevor, uh, out of all of them, Ma- Magic Kingdom, in my mind, it seems the easiest to, to navigate. Or I guess maybe I'm just used to it. So so I don't feel the need to, to go somewhere and stop for an extended period of time. But. Yeah, I could see when Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land open up, Hollywood Studios is going to need somewhere to to have a break. That's, that's I feel, I feel like show. I need a break there all the time, though, because that center area is so hot. It's well, just so I, hot. That's what everyone says about Animal Kingdom, is it's like it's always so sweltering hot there, even though I think it has more see, shade than anywhere else. I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily agree with that, because I would say the same thing. I think there's a lot of shade at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I agree, Because you've got all the, like, the rainforests and everything. Yeah. You can go wander through the paths. Who have you been talking to, Tom? Oh, I know. I, it's one of those <laughs> things. My wife always said that, and I thought maybe it was just my wife complaining about the heat, but really, I've seen it a bunch on the DVC boards where they'll well, say things like, you, you know, know what oh, they do, it's the you, hottest You know part. what, though? You know yeah. what they don't have there is they don't have as many mist machines there though. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, that's probably true. I you know I I don't know. I think it's maybe though because of those tropical plants. Maybe like it just it gets that like that humidity like jungle feel to it sometimes. I think there, but I mean then I, then they've done their job. Right? I, I mean right theming to the to the to, you know nth degree right. So I I agree with you. I, I'm totally on board because I've said that, I think I've said this before on the podcast that Animal Kingdom is my favorite Disney park, and I know that's uh, you know in a lot of people's cases it's their least favorite and i disagree so <laughs> but uh you know whatever it's all good uh, but yeah i would like to see one there i think that would be a cool thing too i mean i i would like to see them at all the parks i i love the one at epcot so much i mean literally we'll be at epcot and we'll maybe stop there like three times but, in a day but you know which, what i think you know? the problem is have you ever been there and it's been packed because I've never been there and it's been packed ever. I, I haven't either. Um, usually it's it's not packed at all. They do. I know they do take people's names down to make sure it doesn't get overloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the one big downside, Trevor. Just so you know this, and so everybody listening knows this too. There are no bathrooms up there at all. 
So, and there is an elevator, but there's no bathrooms up there. So, just so you know. So, but there, there's bathrooms right in the Imagination Pavilion anyway, right? So you can there just are. go downstairs mm-hmm. yeah. and... Yeah. You just have to and, go and you'll, yeah. and you'll need to before you go up and drink all the free soda. Oh, yeah. All the, all or, the free varieties yeah, of the free re- soda and then hit the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> all the ridiculous free soda that you can get, like hundreds of varieties. Wait, of fra- favorite free soda? Yeah. Well, what, what is it? So um, what's your... Diet Dr. Pepper Cherry Vanilla. Okay. I'm going to go Vanilla Sprite. Ooh. Yeah. Vanilla Sprite is pretty good. What about Vanilla Root Beer? I've done that one, too. That's a good one. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, that, but I said Vanilla Sprite is probably my go-to. I, I, again, we're drivers, right? So when we were in New Jersey, what would end up happening is is that we would get ready to drive. I wouldn't drink caffeine for like four weeks before we're ready to go, right? Jump in the car, have some Dr. Peppers, Pepsi, Coke, whatever. didn't matter. Use that as a way to actually get to Disney because otherwise I'd be driving off the road. <laughs> The same thing. So when I'm at Disney, again, you know that I love my early bedtimes anyway, right? I don't want to be up because I have caffeine, no caffeine. And then (laughs) when we're driving home, so what would happen is we would drive down and stop somewhere halfway and then go. But driving home, it's always like, I just want to go home. There's no benefit for me not driving through. So 18 hours straight, sometimes it turns into, you know, 19. I need that caffeine. So I've avoided that. So, Tom, you're probably right. I may have changed my, you know, choice of soda if it was a caffeine time. But otherwise, I'm a Sprite kind of guy. There's well, nothing wrong with Sprite. I kind of like the uh, the orange Fanta myself or the nice. orange vanilla Fanta. Okay. That, that's yeah. another creamsicle, like a creamsicle. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, I, I, it's a creamsicle in a cup. So yeah. What, what yeah. are the snacks that they bring up there? Like I've never since I've never seen them. What kind of snacks do they usually bring? You know, cookies, crackers sort of thing. Okay. Pretzels, that sort of thing. No Mickey ice cream bars? <laughs> no, I, oh. I, I, not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. All right, no, we, we need to petition. That. We need to petition DVC for free ice cream bars. <laughs> yes, that would be good. That would be good. So what, we're going to go on to what other discounts we have at the restaurant stuff. Again, well, things I know nothing about. So Before that, I want to mention, though, this is really cool. And I don't, I don't know if anybody – you probably haven't taken advantage of this, Damon. Actually, probably, Trevor, you haven't either. You can get DVD rentals um, at any of the DVC resorts. So – like and they have a huge catalog of DVDs, huge. Like every Disney movie that's ever been made, pretty much, except for Song of the South. They we, all, we know use, they buried that one, but <laughs> they still use DVDs, though. They do, yeah. yeah. So I, okay. I, they, they rent them out. Okay. I mean, I would wait, wait, free or all rent? Rooms have DVD players, right? Yeah. So some of the rooms don't. So it is free. They, okay. they, you know, rent in quotes. It is. Okay. So it doesn't cost anything. I think you can only take out one at a time. But you just go to like. Is this everybody like or DVC library. people again? I believe it's just DVC people that can do it. I, I don't mm. know if it's no. It definitely is because I remember the woman hassled me last time because I forgot to bring my my card with me and I'm like, listen, uh-huh. I'm staying in Kidani Village. It's you know, yeah. I'm, I'm DVC. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can vouch. Uh, you know, so there should be like it. a code word. There should be a code word. Right? Secret handshake. Be, yes, exactly. Something <laughs> the, like that. The secret DVC handshake. But no, it's um, and so not all the rooms do have DVC uh, DVD players, but you can um, if they rent you one, they can they'll also give you a DVD player if your room doesn't have one so um which can be good for you know getting the kids a movie really quick um you know i think that's a cool benefit but but yes on to discounts i think uh trevor you were going to say something about this well so we we kind of covered some of it at the beginning but uh yeah so so discounts um so almost all disney restaurants are 10 to 20 percent off You, you have to actually go look on the website to figure out which is which it does vary by 
by a uh, restaurant. And something to keep in mind with this, and, and they say this right on the website, is all of these perks are subject to change. So just because this is how it is right now, don't assume that it'll be this way in a year because they do like to change it around. They like to offer new things and they'll take away. And the problem is, is if they offer something new, they do have to sometimes take something away. So, so don't be disappointed if you're listening to this a year from now and this isn't the case. <laughs> yes, uh, so that's, even, that's, that's even like quick serve stuff and everything? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why, why don't I do services. this then? I don't <laughs> so, understand why I don't do this. So this is what I was saying, Damon, is when you go, um, keep that DVC card on your phone. Yep. And when you go when you go anywhere, even if they don't mention it, because a lot of places are pretty good about saying, are you a DVC member or uh-huh. an annual pass holder? Even if they don't say it, just say to them, I'm a DVC member. Do I get any, do I get a discount? And if they say no, whatever, if uh, sometimes they'll say, yeah, for sure. And they just forget to mention it. So I feel like, like I'm leaving hundreds of dollars there and, and now I'm not happy anymore. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, especially if I'm going to buy... go on some, I'm going to go on a Facebook yeah. page and complain now, <laughs> Okay, especially if you're buying merch, man, because you yeah. get 20% off at the Disney merchandise locations. That's a big discount. That is See, huge, like, I yeah. think maybe that my wife knows about this and that she does that. Maybe she does it without me. Cause she's usually the one where like, they're buying stuff for the kids, and I have to leave. Like I'm like, look, I've been in the store for an hour. I've seen everything ten times already. I Did need she just to walk out the store. Stuff? No, she doesn't show up with extra <laughs> stuff. But maybe she knows about this, and she's just doing that, and I don't know. But I, I know for me, I'm usually not the one. Well, it's funny because despite my insane cheapness and in just in life in general, I I continually forget to mention it. Like, almost always I forget to mention it. And what frustrates me is it's like I always pay by Magic Man when I'm in the park. And it's like, why can't they just, like, they have no, to be able to know. know. Like, they should just, like, I should scan my Magic Man and they should know. Now, I did see it, someone say that they do know now, but, but here's the I thing. can't confirm that until I go. It, it, so. it's, it's like when you buy something, right, especially computer stuff, and then they say, oh, there's a mail-in rebate, right? They're hoping you don't mail it in. And maybe it's the same thing. They're like, hey, there's a bunch of daemons out there that don't do anything with this. We'll just keep taking their money. That's cool by us. <laughs> well, and that's the, that's the thing with this stuff. Unless you bring it up. Now, it, Trevor's right because they do uh, – oftentimes they will ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't always. And, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten the dinner bill and I was like, oh, I forgot to ask and they never asked me. You mm-hmm. know, and and I you should always I mean because it does it takes a lot off your bill. Um, it does exclude alcohol, by the way, at the restaurant. So if you are yeah. buying alcohol, it does not the discount does not apply to that. So just so you know that everybody out there, it does not apply to that. So, um, but great discounts. You should definitely use it as much as you can. And I have heard now that when they scan your band, they do know that you're a DVC. Lights member. up a different color at the entrance it now, does. doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's and also, cool thing. I mean, I don't know if you've used the Disney Store app too, like when you're in the parks to order stuff. But you can, um, with that app, that app will will link up to your DVC and automatically give you a discount if you buy stuff through the store. Um, but the cool thing about that one is too, you don't actually if you see something in the store you want, you can actually just scan the tag with your phone, and uh, you don't even need to talk to anybody. You scan the tag with your phone, you pay with your credit card, and you can have it sent back to your room or mailed back to your house from hmm. the app. Which is pretty cool. Um, oh yeah. Which we tried one time, but it was right when the app first came out. It didn't work very well. But <laughs> so, you know. Also, um, so I, I did this myself actually, like two weeks ago. Uh, it, it, when you sign up for My Disney Experience, make anybody out there who hasn't done this already, 
uh, call up member services and make sure that your DVC membership is attached to My Disney Experience because when you buy stuff through there, you will automatically get any discounts that are applicable. So uh, in my case, I was looking for tickets to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. And I, as soon as I signed in with my, uh, with my, my Disney Experience uh, username, I got the DVC discount on the tickets there. Yeah, and that's and that's a great point to note because it's not just discounts on merch, it's not just discounts on food, it's also discounts on things like tickets like that. Um, you know, special event tickets. Uh, there there is a mm-hmm. discount on annual uh, See, passes. I, I usually do that when I do my vacation, and my my wife doesn't do any of our vacations through the website or the app or anything. She feels like she has to call. She's a caller. <laughs> That's why there's always 30-minute waits on the member line. That's right. And she always (laughs) calls, and we get all our stuff through there, like all our tickets for, you know, and we did the Halloween thing as well. We try to do that all at the same time with those people that are on the phone. Well, and I'll tell you too, so with the trip, and and they're good about it. I mean, obviously on the phone, they know if you're calling that you're a DVC member, and they automatically give you all the discounts. So that is helpful. Um, but you know, I have a bunch of, uh, my upcoming trip here, we, we've been jokingly call it the, calling it the tour trip because we're doing three different tours while we're there. Um, and you know, we'll talk about this in, in, in our podcast coming up right before I leave. Um, but you know, you get a 15 to 20% discount on all the tours. And I don't know if you guys have ever done any of those tours. They're expensive. All of them. No, I think because for us, a lot of the tours are, you ha- your kid's age has to be a little bit older for you got, some of the ones that we want to do. Some of them. <laughs> yeah. Because you go so, backstage, you know? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, for us, it was more about, like I said, some of the ages of some of the kids sure. that we need to do. So Yeah, because, you know, we've thought about doing the tours as well. And we realized, you know, like we, our son, he's now nine. But, you know, like two years ago, it's like there's no way we could keep his attention for an hour while we do this tour. He would want to be like, I want to go ride rides. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's – we did the – we did the – um Oh gosh, now I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, but we did like the behind the scenes Magic Kingdom tour one time, and keys to I, the kingdom. Keys, thank you, keys to the kingdom. And it's like yeah. it's like a five six hour tour. It is a long tour. It doesn't feel like that long because you do. It does include lunch and you eat it. You know, eat in the middle middle of it. But um, it, you know that one. That's I think a long they, time for kids though. <laughs> it is, and I, I actually think they restrict the age of that one. But I don't think it's because of how long it is. I think it's more because you go to backstage areas and you straight up ruin the magic. Like you get to walk behind Splash Mountain and you realize, oh, the mountain in Splash Mountain is literally just a wireframe. It's completely hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so it, it totally ruins the whole magic. And they tell you, you know, all sorts of neat things behind the scenes. They take you to the Utilidors underground, which was really cool. Um, so a lot of these tours are really, really, really cool. And I'm excited for the ones that we're doing in the upcoming trip here. Um, but, you know, we saved a lot of money by, by having the discount. Um, you know, I think that's a kind of a, a big thing. And, and, you know, one of the things you always see too, like out on the boards, like, oh, well, how come like general, you know, people get this free dining plan thing and, you know, and we don't. And, uh, you know, as DVC members. And I, I always say to people, it's like, well, you know, the DVC, the dining plan, like, basically tells you they used to actually advertise it this way. I think they stopped advertising it this way, but that it'll save you like eight to 10% on your food. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if we're getting 20 to 10 to 20% discount already at all the Disney restaurants, then we're pretty much coming out ahead of that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty yeah. much. but people don't think about it that way. They see free and it's like, ah, uh, you know, <laughs> but all these extra discounts are, you know, we're, we're saving a lot of money. And truthfully, you know, at the end of the day, Disney has to, doesn't have to give us any of this. 
I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to give us any of these benefits if, well, if they don't want yeah, to. exactly. And you know what I find about the tours that I find interesting is, well, again, you know, there's definitely a DVC perk. I think the other thing that you come to find is that with, you know, DVC in general, the people that are signed up go a fair amount, right? So they probably go more often than people that are not DVC members. I, I could be wrong, but I'm going to make this assumption. And as you continue to go to Disney, what you'll find is, and we're actually at this point ourselves with, you know, let's see, a 13-year-old, an 11-year-old, and uh, a 7-year-old, that we've been going so long that we're actually looking for different things to do. And those different things to do, again, the tours are part of that. So it's kind of this dual benefit. I also think, you know, if we're DVC members, you know, and we're going to be, let's call us 70 years old at that point, right? (laughs) <laughs> there's going to be a lot of things I've already seen. Obviously, there's new stuff that comes to Disney all the time, but right, maybe my heart won't be able to handle it. We don't know. So we'll say <laughs> we'll say that you know what these tours and things like that are going to be things that are beneficial and and getting a discount on them, you know, it'd be great. I've seen a lot of people recently um, on the buses doing just tours and things like that at the parks, and they were older people. You know, their kids are you know, have their own kids and they don't necessarily see them all the time. So it's definitely a good benefit to have for DVC members just because of the kind of DVC lifestyle you'll end up leading. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um, And and actually, that's kind of why we're doing a lot of tours this trip is because, A, you know, once we have kids, you know, we're not going to really be able to do those for a while. And B, uh, you know, it's – you're right because – and that's what my wife keeps saying. It's like, well, we've – you know, even though we've seen a lot of, and truthfully, we were just there, you know, less than a year ago, we were there. And, but since then, a lot of stuff has changed. There's a new nighttime show, there's Pandora, there's that Muppet show that's in Liberty Square that I really want to see. Like, you know, there's just a lot of that kind of stuff that has changed. And, you know, we'll be able to go see that. But you're right. That's part of why we're doing the tours. It's like, well, you know, we can spend, you know, a couple hours on a tour because we've we've seen a lot of this. And, you know, we don't, it's not like we have to go on Dinosaur. Like, we don't, like, have to go. We want to. But it's not like if we, if we don't, if we miss it, it's not like we've never done it before, you know? Yeah, and, and I, I guess, again, that that's kind of the point. I, I think a lot of people are under the misunderstanding that being in DVC by default is, this is how I'm going to get cheap park tickets. But, and, and they, like they don't look beyond the park tickets and they don't look beyond the dining plan. The thing is, is that, yeah, there's lots more to Disney than just, than just those two things. And if that's really all you're thinking about, that's a very short-term thing because, like you said, you will end up... You, you've done the parks and everything after so many times you, you're not quite as interested in you know like okay I've, I've been to magic kingdom like you know six times this year i want to do something else the fact that dbc is looking out beyond just the standard park admission and they're looking for all those extra value things for their members i think is is way smarter than that. and i think the fact that they rotated around is a good thing because like I said, in, in a year or two years, you're going to find that they've got a whole different set of things that they're offering. And it, it keeps it, it keeps you wanting to come back because I, I don't know about you guys, but like, I mean, I bought into this and I've got like a 50 year contract. So exactly. <laughs> I need to think of things to do for the next 50 years. <laughs> well, this is, that's why this like trip for me is going to be like a little taste of that. Like I said, we're only going to the park in theory as we sit just one day, right? I, I think it's going to turn into two with Epcot. But even at two, there are still going to be two full days where we're just, what are we doing? Yeah. 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 
And that's now, where some he, of that he, recreation he, stuff comes in. And he, you know? Now, here's an interesting, mm-hmm. interesting thought. And again, you guys will definitely know the answer to this because you guys know the answers <laughs> to everything. Can you go on a tour without park ticket? Depends on the tour. <laughs> but, there, but, there, but there are some you can, correct? Well, if, if they're in the park, you have to have park tickets. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There, I yeah, believe the one that the, the eight hour tour that goes to like Epcot and Hollywood Studios, I believe that includes park tickets, but I could be wrong. Okay. They actually say when you're booking them, it'll it, like if you read the, the print at the bottom, it says a valid park ticket is required uh, or something to that effect. Basically, they, they yeah. tell you if you need a park ticket on top of the tour. Gotcha. Yeah, park admission yeah. is required. Yeah, that type of thing. So, yeah. what about the safari? The the safari that is before Animal Kingdom open. You have to have tickets for that too, I believe, because we've done that one. Okay. Um, yeah, I believe because because they just kind of dump you out into into Animal Kingdom after it's over. So, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, pretty much. So, all right. So, I think we talked a lot about perks. We've talked for a good forty five minutes here about perks. Is there anything else we want to add before we move on to some other general Disney yeah. topics? We want to talk about what benefits we want to see. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? I know so you I, mentioned... I've come up with a great idea. I think that every <laughs> DVC vacation... Listen, give me one extra fast pass. Just one. Every day or for it. the whole trip? No, just for the whole trip. I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy. <laughs> just Give like me a, one. Like a free anytime fast free pass? Free anytime like, fast pass. Oh, Don't yeah. limit me. Just, golden just, ticket. The golden yeah. ticket. Give me one. Because really, at the end of the day, how much is that hurting the queue? Yeah. It's not. You give me one. I, I'm not like I said. Do I want one every day? I would love one every day. I'd like five every day, right? But at the, <laughs> at the end of the day, if you gave me one per trip, and listen, you can even put um, some stipulation on it. Listen, you're coming for two days. No, nah, we're not doing that. Give me after four days, four days or more, you get one free fast pass wherever you want. In addition to you know the other ones you sign up for. I mean, who has a problem with that? I, I, I mean, I, I would like an extra fast pass, and you know, even if it can transcend the uh, the tier system, that would be even better. Um, yep. Oh, it would have to. That again, if you're to. only getting one, it has to transcend. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. And for me, like I, I kind of said this is I, I would love to see more extra, uh, like more lounges. Um, I don't really. I think we get a lot of discounts. Personally, I know you know. I mean, I don't use them, but it sounds like we do. <laughs> <laughs> I would bet you're not alone in that. I would bet a large portion of the DVC uh, membership does not use discounts. Right? I would agree. You I know? would agree because it's not like it's something they educate you on. I mean, they probably talk about it in your initial meeting, but because <clears throat> they change so often, it's I was you're keeping up with it. You know, I was coloring during our meeting. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't they give out ice cream or something? Yeah, I was coloring and then I was getting ice cream. So I was just <laughs> signing a check. That was about it. <laughs> you were coloring on the check with a pen. Yeah, there you go. No, they give you they give you coloring books. So I mean, I was all about that. Those might have been for the kids, Damon. Well, they gave me one too, though. So I didn't have to steal from my kids. They gave me an extra one. I was okay. <laughs> to be fair, my wife does do adult coloring books, so okay. I, you know, I, should, I shouldn't make fun. Um, but you know, I think I think more lounges would be great. Um, you know, I think more of the events would be good. I know they used to do a like a like a weekly like member like mixer that they used to do, and uh, they kind of got rid of that. And I would love to see something like that where it's just like, you know, some drinks and some appetizers, and you just go and hang out somewhere. They used to do it over by the boardwalk, um, but that doesn't happen anymore. But yeah, those, that's what know, I would want to see. Actually, you're right. Is I I would like to see something where you know you can kind of go and visit a particular resort. So I, like they have like a like a, a mixer thing at, at the different resorts so that it kind of gives you a reason to go and, and explore outside of, you know, booking your, your rooms there. That's a great idea. 
Yeah, I like that too. I like that too. I mean, I don't like it better than my extra fast pass. But you know, <laughs> oh I like no, I, I'm I'm totally with you on the fast. We're all on. Uh, okay, so what we really want here is we want Disney to build a DVC only roller coaster that only DVC members are allowed to go on. Could you imagine that? <laughs> Could you imagine the pitchforks oh, no. and the oh, fire and the oh my goodness, the that protests? Just... <laughs> no, no, I, I, so I couldn't even. Or what about what about that. a DVC hotel? Just mm, DVC. Well, just we already kind of have that with is that uh, Saratoga Key West. Oh, and, and Saratoga too, right? Yeah. But see, here's the thing, right? Only people that have bought no renting point. Ah, uh, no renting. I see. I don't know if they can stop that you, by law. Yeah. How do you differentiate though? Because you really can't. Either you have a card or you don't. Yeah. Well, but you but people who buy. Uh, um, I didn't say buy resale. resale. I just had renters. But renting resale point. don't have the card either, though. Yeah, resale because doesn't. they don't they don't get all the benefits that uh, oh resale can't go to the lounges either no no they do not Ooh. well so caveat or sorry they get top of the world yeah they don't get a lot Epcot of the lounge? discounts and stuff do they get the Epcot lounge um That's I don't think question. so because I think you need the member card for that and okay. and the caveat is they they did grandfather in anybody that bought resale before a certain date yeah um, but when they took that Just away like April last year I think okay. yeah. And so, but the thing is, if you buy Disney Direct first or even second, as long as you have 50 points of Disney Direct, you get the membership card. So, you know, what a lot of people will do is they'll buy 50 points right from Disney and then we'll buy the rest resale. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a whole nother podcast, though. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, All right, we're going. We're going on to security. We're going to go. we're yes. get we're going to get Nick back on here from a DVC resale market, and we're going to talk about that whole thing because I think to have him on and to talk about that would be uh, really good because that is a common thing that comes up, and uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, I've I've heard some of the resale people say that it really doesn't hurt their business that much actually, and and you would think it would. You think it would be like disastrous, right? But um, but you know, it's something that comes up a lot. So I think it would be probably. I'd a good like to topic. know the percentage yeah. of people that are resale that also have um, bought direct from Disney. Have both? Yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting. Anyway, anyway, we're definitely off topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're definitely off yeah. topic. So <laughs> let's. Uh, so we're going to move on to uh, personal security at the parks. There was a couple stories you guys might have seen them in the news, um, you know, or if you follow any Disney pages because they were put up there a lot. And one of the stories was that a woman was arrested after stealing a high-end uh, stroller. And uh, you know, for me, I, I I don't have kids, and and you know, I always see those strollers sitting out there. And I've I've said before, I was like, how does no one steal those things? Uh, you know, <laughs> because they always have a D, you know a Disney like cast member standing there, but like you know, they're paying attention to a lot of things. And how do they know? You know, you know? I would I would agree with you. And there's been many times that I've worried about our stroller. Um, again, we had some pretty nice strollers um, in our in our time, actually. A lot of them for review because of the website, right? But that being said, we still had some pretty nice strollers. And there's been times where I've been like, eh, you know, am I really going to leave this out here? And am I going to leave, you know, this, that, and the other thing with them? But here's the thing. You know, I think they do a good job currently, right? So there's going to be one here and there. I-, I think they do a fairly good job. But why can't I get my stroller its own magic band? A stroller band. That's what I'm saying. So, like, almost have like a like a coat check for your stroller, like no, where they had no, to like no, scan you in and out. Proximity nope. alarm. Nope, not even any of that. <laughs> just just that if there's a question about whose stroller that is, it syncs to my Magic Band somehow. So it's like it's attached to my account. Mm-hmm. So that way, if there is a problem, listen, I don't I don't need proximity. I don't need this. I just need some sort of deterrent. And if that deterrent is some sort of you know 
Magic Band link up. I don't care if it's an RFID sticker. It doesn't really matter what it is. But hey, include that in the packet. You know, if you have a stroller, like you would something, you know, with parking. If you have a stroller, you have a unique number. That unique number is attached to your Magic Band. That way, if there's ever a question, there's not a question. I think uh, that might be enough just to, to, to deter anything like that. And again, it's far, in, you know, a few in between that we, we have issues like that. But I've often thought about it. Yeah, I guess, I guess the hard thing with that is that you need everybody to be doing it to really enforce it. But I guess anybody who's not doing it, if their stroller gets lost, it's, it's ultimately on them. Know, their responsibility. Yep. Um, I guess my thinking on is, yeah, they, they definitely do a good enough job with it. But... Um, I mean, more so than putting the onus on Disney to to try and prevent it is there are some things you can do yourself to. Yeah, there's to, some interesting, yeah, stroller locks and things like that too. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even outside of stroller locks and that kind of stuff, it, because really, the, at, at the end of the day, it wasn't so much the stroller going missing that was the problem. The larger issue was is that in this particular case, they had like like wallets and keys and there was an EpiPen in there, which I mean, like you should kind of have that on you. If it's, if you if, like, it's an emergency thing, you should really yep. keep that. Um, and I, I think that that's kind of the bigger thing is that, you know, honestly at Disney, there's so many strollers and there's so many people there that it's really hard to keep track of it. And it's really hard to, for, to, miss little details like you know somebody grabbing a stroller but i guess for me personally um my thinking is more um like that out of sight out of mind kind of thing so Mm -hmm. if there's nothing in the stroller that is desirable they're not just going to grab the stroller and run with it because i mean unless that stroller is clearly you know like a three thousand dollar stroller in which case but then it's uh, easy also to because there's probably not a lot of them yeah, I mean that that in itself makes it a target, and I guess maybe that's the larger thing too. Is that you know if you're going on tour to Disney, um, I mean obviously everyone there is a tourist, but mm-hmm. um, and sorry, this is I should probably prefix this is that I work in IT security. Part of that comes with personal and physical security, so I am always thinking about you know how not how to to get to someone else, but how people are profiling me. Yeah. So I, I guess part of the way to think about this stuff is how how does your stuff look to someone else? If if there's like a large row of strollers there and yours is blinged out with gold and spinners and diamonds and all that, like I think you're, the, you're the target, right? I think the biggest thing that happens to me. Spinners on my strollers. Yeah, my stroller. <laughs> I left my camera in the stroller, mm-hmm. and what actually, well, or so I thought I left it in my stroller, and it was gone. Actually, what ended up happening was I had left my camera on the bench at the last ride and I went back and it was still there. Yay. Disney. Oh, wow. Um, so again, I, I agree with you. Sometimes it's what's in there, but here's the problem. You're at Disney. You know, I want a camera, but do I want to carry a camera on rides? And there's certain rides you can't carry a camera on and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it's like this whole, you know, cycle per se is that, you know, you have to be, you know, vigilant no matter where you are, even at this, even at the, you know, happiest place, you know, on earth. But that the stroller itself, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, that's that's a tough one. I'm, I'm more concerned about the second story, more than anything. Yeah, the this this one definitely is a little more disturbing. So, um, again, the, this one's kind of made its rounds in the last couple of days. Is that a one of the housekeeping staff at Disney was arrested for stealing? So, uh, my Arnold understanding, Key West is, specifically, yeah, she, 
she was working at Old Key West, and they, they kind of figured out that every room that she had, or not every room, but rooms that she had been servicing, they'd been getting reports of stuff going missing. So they set up a sting operation, and I guess they caught her stealing. Um, I don't know the full details of it, but the understanding was that she took some money out of, I don't know if it was in a drawer or on top or wherever, but basically um, she took money that didn't belong to her and thereby got arrested and, and all of that. So, well, yeah. And the, I have the news article up here, right here. It says they put $20 on a nightstand and caught her taking it, taking the money after cleaning the room. So it was just 20 bucks sitting on a counter basically. Right. See, Which, that's a tough one because you know, that's also will, when you leave money for the cleaning staff, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I do every time I leave, right? Yeah. I usually leave it on, you know, on the desk before I leave. But, yeah. Well, I I tend to mark it though. I guess the, so. Oh, see, I don't. I'm you lazy. Put a little note there or something nope, like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I usually at least write like housekeeping on it. Or I throw it around the room. So. You know, put it in different places for them to find it. It's he like does a it game. in singles and he hides <laughs> it in different places. <laughs> it's like a treasure. It's like a treasure hunt. <laughs> yeah. But I actually do though. Just put it on the counter, but it's at the last day, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. And for this too, I, I guess in my mind, yeah, I, it, when I look at that, it's like, okay, maybe she did think it was a, like a tip. But at the same time, it's like, okay, they figured out a pattern of behavior, right? And so this was just the test, basically, right? Maybe she thought she was so good she was getting tips all the time. I don't <laughs> <laughs> And they don't really go into a lot of details about what she was actually stealing. Like, you Yeah, because if you said cameras and stuff, all right, you, you, know, you got my interest a little bit. But if it's yeah. just money like that someone's leaving out, uh, yeah. There was actually anyway. there was a story, and so when I was there for Christmas two years ago, we were staying at Kidani uh, at Animal Kingdom Lodge, right? And uh, there was we were as we were going to the park one day, we saw um, we saw a woman at the front desk, you know, hysterically crying and very you know very upset, and she was talking about how their room had gotten broken into. I think it was at Old Key West or Saratoga. And someone stole everything that they had, like laptops, their passports, like oh, wow. like their wallets, everything gone. And maybe two weeks after that, I there was a there was a news article that two people were just somehow I don't know if they I don't think they worked for Disney, but they were just gotten onto the ground somehow, and they would well, go. I think, uh, yeah, I think a lot of those people that deliver food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And and literally they were just going up to the outside sliding doors and seeing if they were unlocked. And that's what happened to these people is their oh. their sliding door to their porch was unlocked and so they were just able to walk in. So, you know, I guess the big thing is lock your doors, right? Which yeah. and and that's a problem too, you know, like you you've got little kids, right? And yep. they're excited and they they pop the the screen door open. They go outside and they look and then they come back in and they just close it. They don't think about, you know, lock the door i guess but yeah. again you know me being paranoid it guy i mean anytime i leave my house or like anywhere that i'm staying i'm always like i double and triple check the locks because yeah yeah you, stuff like that can happen do you guys ever use the room safes for your stuff nope yep. <laughs> <laughs> Too well, okay. i like that you're so, freewheeling damon to just like nope. nah, whatever take my stuff <laughs> Well, what am I really putting in there, right? The, the things I care about the most aren't going to fit in there. So what do I, you know, passports? I mean, my, my DSLR is not fitting in there. My laptop's not fitting in there. <laughs> so I, I guess my story is a little different is that, you know, I'm coming from Canada. So, yeah, my passports go in there. Um, I usually travel with a tablet instead of a laptop. So my tablet actually fits into those okay. safes. And then also um, we're – uh, we are a gamer family, so we've always got like DSs and stuff like that. So those all tend to go in there because 
Yeah, I just it's funny. I leave all that stuff out. Like I bring like four iPads around the room. Don't care. Whatever. I'm in Disney. I, you see, <laughs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't be as worried about like I could see if you were ground floor like and you had you know and your your patio was able you know someone was able to walk under your patio. Um, but I feel like I've never stayed ground floor at any of the places I've stayed at. And, you I don't know, like staying ground floor. Yeah, I don't either. And and I mean, I guess for me, I. I don't. Saratoga I has a lot of ground floor, though. They do. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wide, not tall. Yeah. Exactly, and and yeah. you know, for me, I I don't necessarily. I I bring almost nothing to the park with me. Um, you know, I I always leave my wallet and my keys in my room, and mm-hmm. so you know, in the safe or not? No, usually not. Um, yeah. I, I have before. The only time I've ever used the room safe is before I proposed to my wife because I had to hide the <laughs> the ring somewhere, so I, yeah. I put it in the room safe and then uh, put my clothes in there and 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 hid it so she didn't even know there was a room safe. Um, so that was that you know had to do that for the ring, but um. But that's the only time I've ever used it. I, I, I'm not a big room safe user, but you know, I probably after reading some of this stuff, I, I probably feel like I should now. <laughs> you know, so, and there is two things to think about with the room safe as well as one, um, the some of the older room safes there, it's a key safe. Um, those are actually those can be easier to compromise because there's a higher likeliness of housekeeping having that particular key or like making copies of it or whatever, if somebody was really wanting to get in there, the newer ones. And I actually had this one last time I went to the grand Californian was um, it's actually a number pad safe Mm -hmm. and you set the the password when you get there. Yep. And the nice thing about those is that you have your own password, you lock it and everything. And it's, it's your passcode. There is an override that, that can be used. It, and it might actually be good to to check this yourself because you can usually like if you just hit zero 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 zero, if it unlocks it, then they never change the override code. In which case, you call down to to front desk and say somebody needs to fix that. Um, but yeah, so ideally, they should have an override on those things, and that override should be someone who is you know works for Disney, yeah. tr- like in a trusted position because. Obviously, they're, you're talking about people's possessions that they're responsible for. So, so we're already at an hour, and we haven't even mentioned Pandora. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, got, yeah, we talked <laughs> we, a lot about DVC perks, and uh, which is great. Uh, but, considering you know, that's what we're trying to do, get across. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, so let's uh, let's move on. Anybody want to mention anything else before we move on to Pandora here really quickly? No. Nope. We're not going to talk too, too much about Pandora because, um, you know. We've talked a lot about Pandora. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've talked a lot about it, but. The cool thing is, so a lot of details have been coming out now. They just did the dedication this past week, um, obviously because it's opening. Uh, I watched the live stream of it, but I, uh, you know, am a nerd with you know too much time on my hands, um, so <laughs> I watched a little bit of that. Um, but you know, from what I've seen out there, uh, the it seems like all the reviews have been really, really positive of Flight of Passage. Some people saying best ride that Disney's ever built. Um, that being said, I my concern, I, I'm concerned about this, is from what I've seen is that that uh, some larger guests are having a hard time fitting onto the ride, um, and so tall or heavy set, right? And yeah. and which is a concern to me because there's nothing like more embarrassing than trying to get on a ride and then it being like, uh, no, you're too large to fit on this ride. Uh, you know, that's like a terribly embarrassing thing. Plus, I really want to ride the ride. You know, like that's. 
you know, the other part of this. But from what I've seen, it seems like I, I've seen a couple of reviews that say like you'd have to be like well over 300 pounds and, you know, over six foot five for that to work. But I, I don't know. I, I'm concerned about that. And I, I wonder if Disney's going to fix that or if it's just a design, you know, impossibility. That's what, I- that's what happened at Universal, too. And people complained so much about the Harry Potter ride, they ended up having to change it. Yeah, I mean... It's a sidebar here. Yes, <laughs> but no, but it's yeah. no, it's relevant, though. Yeah, well, because uh, I, I wonder, too, because I know that the, the, this particular ride, the, the seat is the same kind of design that they used on the Tron bikes in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard much about shanghai or, or any of the problems they've had with that because they're much skinnier and, in shanghai than we yeah. are in america <laughs> yeah maybe um yeah so i i mean for me i don't i don't see it being a problem for myself personally because i'm average height and all that but yeah i guess uh my understanding is that they've actually put out a uh like a test via or a test seat for people to try before they even go into the queue now. Well, yeah, they, they have that at Universal as well, yeah. Yeah, I and that's a good thing because I, I'd hate to get up there and, you know, just... But at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I don't weigh over 300 pounds. I'm not that big of a guy, but it's, you know, I, I have a hard time fitting onto Seven Dwarves um, and not because... Not for any other reason that like my legs don't fit in it. I don't know if you if anybody's had this problem, but like where the bars come down, like you mm-hmm, have to fit mm-hmm. your legs between the bars, and I'm like squished like really hard. Or like when we go on Big Thunder, my poor wife, you know, it's one bar all the way across. I basically have to suck it in, or else there's like a six inch gap between the bar and my wife, and I have to hold on to her. Well, you know, like, <laughs> no, that's a better ride for her then. <laughs> that's what well, are you talking about? Yeah, this is totally true, but. But yeah, I, I, I just I think that's interesting. I, I, I don't know if they just didn't think about I mean, or if there's just a design issue, like they couldn't make it work, but I think the biggest concern is they were they've been talking about a lot of major issues during the, the previews. Now this is why they have previews, right? Is to work out mm-hmm. any issues that they have. And um but so this ride has four theaters that run simultaneously and they have yet to get it to run with all four theaters running simultaneously from the last I heard. Um, I don't think they would during a preview event, though. Well, I think they were trying to, though, and it wasn't working. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't be able to simultaneously make it work, but... Um, right. So they're, they're, you're talking about four-hour queue time? Really? So the report is that they built the queue line to hold four-hour lines. And so apparently, even though there's four theaters ah. running simultaneously, it's yeah. not like Soren can hold a lot of people because it's, you know, it's got all of those different rows and everything. But because each one of these is individual, it, this they're saying the guest per hour for this ride is like 1900, which is pretty low mm-hmm. um, for especially for a ride like this that's going to be super popular. Um, and Ooh, so yeah. that yeah. means if it's not running at full capacity, you're talking crazy lines, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking I'm going in first thing, and if not, I may not be going. <laughs> I, I'm saying fast pass. You, I, I think this is like, if you don't have a fast pass, then forget it. <laughs> yeah. So and, so what what do they do for people that the ride's broken during fast pass? They give you like a, a fast pass to come back at any time. Okay. So it's like they'll send you. So like, for example, if like test track, you know, if, it's, if there's thunderstorms and they close tra- test track, they'll send you a thing that says, you know, you can use this. You can use this free fast pass for these rides, or you can come back at any time to go on test track again. So you mean like the fast pass we should have for DVC? 
Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Although it is a little more restrictive <laughs> because they'll say you can go on this ride, this ride, and this ride, and, and not this ride, and this ride. So okay. I don't know what that's based on. I'm sure there's all sorts of fun algorithms al- algorithms that go into that. But, you know, the thing is, like, this this happened with Frozen. You know, they didn't do a preview for Frozen, and it broke down a ton. The first. What do you mean they didn't do a f- preview? So it, it, it didn't have, like, a few weeks of... of- like preview events going on the same way. So as they Avatar didn't. They, has. they did not have preview events, but it was running. Well, no. So so usually they'll do like soft openings where they'll like. Yes, they did do soft openings. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, they didn't for Frozen. They didn't at all for Frozen. That's why they had so many problems. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was there. Yeah. I was there for when. So from from what I understand, that there were a few soft openings for Frozen. I mean, unless I'm mistaken. But well, I mean, no, I mean the there might have been a couple, in the, but okay. definitely not as much as they normally do. I, I would agree with that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and that was right around the time that the, the alligator ta- attack thing happened. And I, I was there for that, by the way. Oh, you were? Actually, I, I was there, and I was at Polynesian literally overlooking oh the... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, like, no. there was helicopters and everything that we saw right outside of our window. Wow. Yeah, but anyway, that's yeah, a whole I, other story. I, so that was happening right around that time, and I, so Correct. I think they... They think- had a few soft openings during that time, but we were not able to get onto it um, during those times because they were so far and few in between. Um, they only had the other place where you take the pictures w- was mm. open a lot. Gotcha. But anyway, go ahead. Well, that ride even has worse that that ride's worse capacity issues than than oh, uh, yeah. the nineteen hundred. That that ride does nowhere near nineteen hundred. Um, but no. I'm just thinking to myself, you know, that queue, the queue. I don't know if you guys have looked at any pictures of Flight of Passage queue. It looks gorgeous. It looks amazing. But I don't want to stand for four hours and watch something that looks awesome. You know, like no. that. It's not. Yeah. You know, my my max is probably. That ninety-minute time frame—that—that's probably my max. I, I look at that as my personal max. And honestly, I, I think for myself is I, even though we're going to be there fairly close to opening, if if we find that you know, yeah, it, it goes up like really even ninety minutes is kind of stretching it for me. I'll just wait. Like I, I can come back another time and. Yeah, just, you mean, you mean another time. vacation, or are you saying yeah. another day? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll offer one for my entire vacation if I have to. I, wow, I gotta do that's it. That's bold. Time. I that's, gotta do that, it. That is very bold. I, I, I mean, some of these reviews you're seeing coming out, and from some of the blogs too. And you know, some of these Disney blogs hate everything. And you know, these like some of the things I've read are there's just like best Disney but, but, ride ever. I was in but, awe. But here's the thing, like, though. So, Flight of the Passage. Okay, yeah. is it better than like um, Oculus? It kind of seems like that's what people are saying. I mean, but are those people don't have Oculus? I mean, <laughs> like that's what I'm oh, wondering because I, I, I mean, look at that ride and the you're biggest... moving. You know, I mean, you're moving and there's wind and there's smells and there's misting and there's so it's not just so, you know, yeah. <laughs> so if I take my my Vive and yeah. I get somebody to spray me in the face while I'm using it, <laughs> well, and your wife funny. just stands there with a squirt bottle like spray me now. <laughs> well, and see that's that's the funny part because yeah. I think for me. I'm more excited to see the other one because again, like to me, flight of the passage is just like, dude, I have, you know, I, I have, you know, PlayStation VR. Like I understand it's probably a little bit more ramped up than that. I get it. <laughs> but that at the end of the day is for me, that's what it feels like. I mean, I could play, um, there's a, there's a flight of the Eagle game, right? From <laughs> PlayStation VR. Uh, I can fly around in that game on an Eagle. Well, okay. Like I'm an Eagle or, um, Banshee. I, I mean, I I don't know. I I think I think definitely they're they're not just like using out of the box Oculus or anything like that. No. Like they're I, I get the feeling that the, this thing is fantastic. But like you said, I actually think that 
I, I'm more interested to do the Navi River journey because I've I've heard a lot of good things about that, and I think the thing people are people are overlooking is that Navi, Navi River journey is using a lot of the same tech that went into Pirates in mm-hmm. Shanghai. So it's like that amount, and it's using some of the fr- of, the frozen stuff as well, right? Yeah, With it's the, okay. it, it's a it's a combination of real life props and the the digital stuff. So I I think that's that's more interesting to me because that's a lot harder to pull off than just a VR experience. So I I I think I totally agree with you, and you know what I, I and I've seen it, and I'm sure you guys have seen this too. On some of the people that have been reviewing it uh, are not a fan. They thought it was boring. You know, and Wait, which one? The, ra- river the river, or... ra- yeah, okay. because it's, there's no drop in it. It's more of like, <laughs> so the whole idea about it is you're supposed to be, you know, immersed in this environment. You're supposed to be going through this forest and taking it all in. And I, I think there's like a correlation almost to, and I, and I, I think Trevor, I think you might have seen me arguing with somebody about this, but <laughs> on Facebook. But I think there's there are certain people that don't like Animal Kingdom because they feel like there's not as much to do as the other parks. And my argument is always, I love Animal Kingdom for the reason that it's. It's by far the best theming they've ever done. (laughs) And you can just walk around that park and there's so many details and there's just, you're, you're just walking down a path and there's just animals there. And like, it's just, and they're seamlessly. People are just mad because it's small. I, uh, I I mean, 12, it was 12 acres and 14 acres. I think it's, Yeah. I, that's part of the problem that they they're saying too is it's too small. But I, I think there's some sort of correlation between if you like the the animal kingdom or and if you're the type right, of person right. that takes it all in as you walk around or if you're just I, like see, I want the, drops, and, you know. And see, it's what's interesting yeah. because I, again I have to equate it over to Diagon Alley, right? Over in Universal, it's the same thing. Everyone said it was so small. It was this. It was that. I mean, it's great. Like, how big does it need to be? It really so. And this brings up another another point. Are they they are not limiting the Pandora area at all, correct? It's park capacity across the park still. So again, I know Universal does something where they limit the capacity. I don't know if they do it anymore. I don't remember when I was there if this was the case, but in the beginning they would limit capacity at that small area within the park. Are they doing anything like that for Pandora? Well, I don't think we've heard anything about when it's actually open because so far it, it doesn't open until this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. Um, I guess we'll have to keep an eye out over the next couple of weeks if they do limit capacity going in and out of of that particular area. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, and and I, you know, that's definitely possible. Uh, now, sure. when we go, also there's going to be an extra magic hour night. So I think yes. that's why we'll try to again. I know when when Tom's going, he gets all the special every night, right? It <laughs> but, is every night. Yes. It yeah. Is, it is. Um, it's going to be every night. You. So well, and actually, they just changed that up too, where they're going to actually offer some more rides. It, initially, it was it was only going to be Pandora. Now it's going to be a couple other rides. Um, like I think Everest is going to be open um, till one. And Everest at night is awesome, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, um, I want to do that. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, it's well worth it. They're also going to do just to keep this, you know, keep this moving here. We're running out of time. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so they are going to. They announced they're going to do a nighttime lighting ceremony, which I think could be really cool. Um, you know, which really, uh, I've heard there are going to be some projection effects on the floating uh, rocks, which should be pretty neat. Um, but you know, I've also seen a lot of rave reviews for the food. It seems like everybody's saying that the food is like some of the best quick service at Disney. Have you guys seen that too? I've seen pictures of there was a like a slushy thing with it looked like a bubble tea. Oh yeah, they're, slushy. They're all like, about those little the little balls that yeah. they look so balls funky. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
because they look they so look alien, you know. So they just yeah. throw them at everything, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I've had those. I had those in Disneyland. At uh, they had a, a Star Wars drink that had them, and okay. they're actually really good. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, they I are. More. See, so that's interesting. So we're gonna we're gonna have to roll right into to Trevor's Paint the Night Parade because again, we don't want to miss this, right? Yeah, we got to talk about these rumors because yeah. there's some really, really, really interesting rumors going on right now. And you know, so Trevor's gonna talk a little bit about Paint the Night. I've never seen Paint the Night because I've never been to Disneyland. But Wait, the... we also we also have Trevor's video now though, so we're all so, good. <laughs> that's true. Every Everyone, everyone, go watch Trevor's video. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll share uh, that. We'll yeah, share that later. Yeah, we'll link it out. Yeah, um, but um, but basically, so yeah. oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I, I was gonna say so. So this is if this is actually happening, this is real exciting for people in Disney World because, um, so as much as everybody loves the electrical parade, Paint the Night is the electrical parade on steroids, and th- the main reason for that is that they they just use the led technology they use the the sound and the like everything is synced so nicely together that it like start to finish when i watched that parade i wasn't bored at any one particular point because like you know how um or i don't know about you guys but like when i watch some of the parades like you know there's the certain floats that you see and you're like oh yeah you know like like there's woody or my favorite character whatever and then other ones come by and you're kind of like okay like hurry up move like get to the next one (laughs) yeah um paint the night i did not feel that at all like even like every single float that came by i was looking like there was little details like the way the lights changed and would would it make me want to watch a parade that's the big question Mm, Um, would it make him stay up late I Ooh, think so. Oh, yeah. Stay up late. Wait, it's a parade and I have to stay up late. That's right. It's got to be <laughs> so, dark. Uh, actually, I, I guess here's, here's the bigger question. The, the one thing that I've heard people put, get on Paint the Night for is the soundtrack is it, – it's a redo of um, the song from Wreck-It Ralph, uh, When Can I See You Again by Owl City. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is done – like it's a very upbeat like like dance party kind of thing. And some people said that they didn't like that. But personally, I thought it was – Again, it, like it just flows nicely through the whole parade. So, so if, if people are not familiar with this rumor, by the way, basically, and we should ex- we should explain this. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a rumor out there that Paint the Night has been packed up um, and is ready to ship somewhere, but nobody knows where. So that's there's a rumor that somebody has noted that all of the the parade is packed up and ready to move. Um, there's some theories out there uh, now since. Just a couple days ago, uh, it was announced – well, it wasn't announced. Someone noticed that the Festival of Fantasy Parade that's normally at 3 o'clock is now moving up an hour starting in August. Now, why is that significant? Because Disney's had a 3 o'clock parade forever. So the <laughs> thought is Disney's moving that parade up an hour to uh, you know kind of space out the entertainment more because they're going to add – uh, paint the night, and then they're going to maybe even push happily ever after, maybe an hour early, uh, later, maybe till ten Ooh. o'clock. Ooh, I'm <laughs> Wishes was at ten o'clock a lot, but um, so I, I think it's really interesting that this rumor came out, and then all of a sudden, you know, someone noticed on the calendar that Festival of Fantasy is um, is is getting pushed up an hour. I, it it kind of just points to that. It seems it seems like it's it, it's it's in the cards. Now I did hear another thing that said Disney was ready to move Paint the Night to Disney World. It was a done deal. And then when they were looking at it, they they figured out that one of the floats wouldn't be able to make that turn that they have to make around mm-hmm. the around the hub. 
Um, so maybe it's an engineering challenge. Maybe they're trying to figure out how to get that done, or maybe they're modifying. I, I don't know, but it's I, I to me in my mind, I'm thinking it's happening. Yeah, and that, I I guess that that is the one part that the pathing is different in Disneyland than Disney World. Um, so I can see where they would have trouble with that, but maybe maybe you're right. Maybe they're just looking to do either a, a supplement fo- float or a modification or something. Cause yeah, some of these floats are really long. Like they're like, like Mac truck type long. <laughs> so, well, one of them is, is Mac from, it, from well, yeah, cars, it's, right? It's Mac. Yeah. It, yeah. It, that one's really cool. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, listen, it's Disney. They can figure it out. Yeah. Right. I mean, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, if they want to get it done, they'll get it done. Right. So, um, I, I don't know. In my mind, I'm thinking this is going to happen because people have been really bemoaning the lack of a nighttime parade at uh, Magic Kingdom, and I, I don't know. It just seems like it's logical, right? Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, just switch parades. So, you know? so yeah. fa- favorite parade of all time at Disney? All time. Oof. I'd say the Halloween one is mine. I, you know, Festival Fantasy is pretty great. Okay. So I haven't seen the Halloween one yet, so I'm still saying Paint the Night. Okay. But and I mean, I, listen, I'm also a sucker for the the uh, main street electrical parade too i mean for my i like that's one that i remember from i don't even f- know if i've i don't even know if i've ever sat through a full parade besides Halloween. oh my gosh that one is so great it's it's just like you just hear the music and you just you know it mm-hmm. just brings you brings you and, to a, an old place <laughs> so. and and they do actually they do work that into paint the night so oh. so the music is there but they, they they remix it and they like they they blend in a whole bunch of different tracks together so it it's nice that's cool well, it's, oh so, my goodness! I'm, I'm excited. Already. I hope it, I hope it happens. You guys are making me yawn because it's the lack of interesting uh, topic. <laughs> well, how about it's getting late? Of, how about universe of energy? How about how, I, the, I love that ride. Nothing okay. should ever replace that ever. Yeah, well, it's and going away. Repla- well, that's ridiculous. Universe, universe of energy. Okay, well, <laughs> I love it, Damon. You have to at least admit that, like, when you're sitting there and watching Ellen on like a '90s era nope, like phone, love it. <laughs> it's love like, it. Mm, maybe it's time to. <laughs> Uh, hey, listen, listen, bring back Ellen, oh, re- redo replace it. her script, redo it, and leave it as it is. I'm well, all for that. I, I love that. I love it, too. <laughs> and I I really do. And and I'm, But unfortunately, Damon, I think you and I, and I don't know, Trevor, your feelings on it. I, uh, I'm, <laughs> nah. I could go either way. <laughs> well, and so, I mean, I don't know about you, but every time I've ever gone on that thing, it's never full. Like, there's never people on it. There's some people. But, I mean, I love it, too. I'm with you, man. I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. But... So, I might have to start a petition. <laughs> if you that's guys, how so, much I love it. Just so to, people know what's going on here. What is the rumor yeah, that we're talking about? That's what I was just going to explain. So the rumor yeah. that's out there, th- and this started last year. So Disney was sending up some test balloons. This is just a rumor. No, everybody. it's it's pretty – It's pretty. when permits started getting issued, then uh, it's uh, – You don't know. We don't know. It's bad news. But anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it, last year they had started sending up uh, sightline balloons. And so Disney usually does this when they're trying to figure out you know, how tall to build something or where to build it. Um, you know, so that it, you know they they do this like with the soaring buildings or, or you know some of the the buildings they don't want people to see basically right and so people thought that that was okay now something's happening universal energy now the original rumor was that it was going to be a guardians of the galaxy ride i don't know if that's still the case or not because that rumor kind of died and it just kind of disappeared for a while now the the head of disney parks came out and said we're going to overhaul all of epcot but didn't really say what it was going to be. Just kind of said it was going to be, quote, uniquely Disney. And, you know, and in the true spirit of Epcot, in my mind, the true spirit of Epcot's probably not Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, no. <laughs> so maybe they're going to avoid that. I don't know. Maybe they will. But so what happened was um, some permits were filed 
for uh, some drainage work directly behind uh, Universe of Energy. Uh, and basically what it says in the in the permit, it doesn't say anything about what's going to be there, but it's it's basically saying they need to change this drainage that's back there because they're going to put a building there. I mean, that's that's I mean that's what you got from it too, Trevor, right? Yeah, it, it said they said the exact wording was um, it was something along the lines of large permanent structure. So this isn't a temporary thing that they're doing to reroute. They're saying they ha- they very much have intent of putting something net new back there. Exactly. And I mean, the show building already for Universe of Energy is pretty large. But wait, yes. so something new back there, that means that the, the other building has to go or just that they're putting something else back there? I mean, they're putting... I won't, I won't let this go. I'm not going to let it go. <laughs> so it, David's going to be standing outside Universal Energy with a, with a protest be, sign. Yeah, cha- cha- chained up. <laughs> so, so let me put this one out to you then. If they're putting a building behind Universal Energy and they're planning to, to use this building as an attraction or, or something, yep. how are you supposed to get to said building if Universe of Energy is in the Gondola? Building? <laughs> Disney Uber service. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Gondola and Uber of service. Of course. Of course. You're absolutely right. I, I well, the question that. becomes too, though, do they do they tear down um, the, the pavilion that's next to it, whose name is escaping me at the moment? Why is it escaping me? Interventions? No, the one that's been no. sitting dormant forever that used to have body oh, wars wow. in it. Um, why can't I remember the name of the pavilion? Oh, well, there's a pavilion that's been sitting next to it that's legendary because <laughs> there's, Disney there's basically abandoned building, it. Basically. What's that? Yeah, it's a dead building. Yeah, it's a dead building that they occasionally yeah. use for like events and things like that. But and supposedly the rides are even still sitting there. You might remember um, it, Wonder. The thing was Wonders of Life and Body Wars, and uh, it was a really mm-hmm. cool. And I don't know why I can't think of the pavilion, but it's right next door there, and it's right next door to this plot of land. The question becomes: Do they tear down both of those? You know, uh, uh, is it is it a tear down job or is it uh, an upfit? You know, maybe they. <laughs> leave the outside of universe of energy and just do completely tear out the inside and build a new show building. I, I don't know. See, you know. So what I find interesting though, about universe of energy is that Ellen is still relevant. Sure. And, and that's why. Like, and so is Bill I, Nye. Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah. He is coming back. Wait, he's got a new, a new show. What, what is it? Yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway, <laughs> um, that being said, like, man, I, I don't know. Again, you guys are probably right. My gut just tells me I just don't I just don't see it. Like I just don't see it going anywhere. It's going to be one of those things that Disney fans are going to be. It's like the Maelstrom, right? When you know no one was going on Man. the Maelstrom, it always had a fifteen minute wait. But then as soon as they take it away to put put Frozen in, it's like I was cool that, with that. Leaving. Like that was that ride it wasn't was dumb. The best. Yeah. <laughs> that ride was, was showing just, its age, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, it definitely was. But so is Universe of Energy, though. I mean, so listen, I'm with you, no. David. I love Universe that ride. Of, Universe of Energy is a classic. It is. Maelstrom wasn't a classic. That was just <laughs> something that you kind of forgot about, and you're like, oh, yeah, crap, there's a ride over here. <laughs> I forgot about that. While I'm getting, you, you know. You did it on your way back to Mexico. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the Mexico ride. You want to talk about a ride that could go away. The Three Caballeros? Come on, man. Gone. Yeah, Take that out. No, that could go no, away. It's, it's Mexico Small World. You can't do that. I oh, hate that ride. What? I hate that ride, and my kids force me to go on that ride. I'm always like, this is the stupidest ride ever. You know, my and favorite, I don't even want to be in the building. My favorite See, part about that, that ride is there's never a wait. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to be in the building because I, I just don't care for it. But because we eat... We eat across the way, right? Eat tacos mm-hmm. at the place across the way. Yep. You kind I, I get suckered right into it. I get to, oh, come on, let's go on that ride. No, I hate that ride. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are like, well, we're going anyway. And then my wife will be like, well, I'm taking the kids. You do whatever you want. You're going to eat your tacos, so I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess I'm going on the dumb ride again. That's, I guess, what I'm doing. <laughs> well, 
I can I, just see you with your head down going, fine. Yeah, fine. yeah exactly. <laughs> Guess what? Go on it. You're stamping ride. your feet. <laughs> yeah. Damon, stop throwing a temper tantrum and get on the ride. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So, so I, I understand you hate that one. Um, so to go to one that I hate myself. Dude, if you tell me, if you tell me it's Stitch, um, I might okay. find a way to, to get you off this podcast. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. All right. I wrote it before it was Stitch's Great Escape. Yeah, it yeah. was Alien, and it was and, awesome. And it was amazing. And then when I went on Stitch's Great Escape, I was so disappointed. And the chili cheese dog thing just really sealed the deal for me because that smell was awful. But that's the point. for like 20 minutes after <laughs> the ride. Listen, I would fully agree that Alien was could be one of the – I'm going to go and say this. Could have been one of the greatest rides ever, mm. ever. It was, it was so good. Just, too intense, unfortunately. It well, was great, but don't it was too be intense. soft. Well, That's what I say. Don't be soft. Here's the way I yeah, look at it. Tell it, it to all the kids that were crying. Yeah. <laughs> well, so here's you the way learned I learned a life it. lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you even have today. So, like, if you go to the Tough to Be a Bug show, that can be a really scary show for kids. My wife doesn't it, it, even it, like it because there's mm-hmm. spiders that come from the ceiling and there's all sorts of effects that happen. And they warn you like 10 times before you get on that show that it could oh, my, be scary. My, my daughter hates it. Yeah. Like, we try to take her at six and she's like, I hate this. It's so scary. And every yeah. time you hear kids crying, like lots oh, of yeah. them after the show. And so, of course. you know, and that's became the problem with that ride, right? With, I mean, they would warn all these people like, this is a really <laughs> scary ride. And, and that wasn't like, a, listen, that ride wasn't like, really scary that could have been one of the scariest rides ever like <laughs> when you really think about it that ride was scary yeah yeah like really scary yeah. and that was awesome yeah because it was all in your head right it was it was oh, yes, exactly. it's them playing mind games with you that's all it was yes. it was never yeah. you know actually scary it was just you're in the dark and you don't know what's going on and you're and feeling there, there, things have you ever been in somewhere that's as dark as that alien ride was ever in your life it was like they 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 like sprayed they dark you in the closet. Yeah, it was even worse than that. It was like they sprayed darkness in. Like I, don't, I can't even explain it. I'll, I'll, but Space Mountain, uh, you know, gets pretty dark. Oh, nothing like that but, though. Yeah, you you can still see the track and everything though. When you but, take yeah. the, the 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 Tomorrowland Transit Authority, when you go through there, it's pretty dark. Because there's no, there's, there's a spot nobody breathing on your neck, up right? To it, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> well, true. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I, I've seriously, I thought to myself, there could be someone standing right next to me right now. And I have no idea. You know, it's so dark in there sometimes. But and we're that's off true. the point completely. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the, totally the whole the point, point of this is Stitch great, Stitch's Great Escape is reopening the summer after it been closed for a long time, and and then they're closing it again in August. And I'm so. I'm going to be selfish. <laughs> I'm going to be real selfish here. When is it closing in August? At the end of August? I think the beginning. Do we know? I think it's the beginning. I don't know. I think so, and I'm really mad about that. I think that. it's August. I want to say August 5th, but I could be pulling that data. See, nowhere, and, and, so. and I'm, going, I'm going, I think, again, like in the second week of August, and I'm really, really mad about this. Like, <laughs> really mad. I had no idea you love Stitch this much. You might be the only one that loves <laughs> well, Stitch this much. <laughs> okay, I, I think I love Nostalgia Alien. I yeah. think that's what it is. Because everyone always lists this as like the worst ride Disney's ever built, besides the last Journey to Imagination before the current iteration. So, oh, oh no, 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 no. Uh, um, there was the now the Monsters Inc. ride in DCA. Oh, if you look up the original version of that, that was garbage. Superstar Limo. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, okay. no. Th- this is probably second or third worst. Oh, oh God! He loves his Stitch. I, I love this I, ride. I, I love it. I, I, I just I love this it. ride just really. They gutted it. 
that's my thing with it is yeah. that they gutted what was really good about it. But I, I got to wonder that like, like, so the whole rumor around this is they're opening and closing it. A Watch. Bunch. Are they planning for something else? See, I, now I, you know what I could see there? I could see a guardians of the galaxy in there. Well, right. It, it fits, it fits the area. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it fits kind of what they might do for something like that. Like, what is this Guardians of Galaxy? Um, the one that's over in you know your neck of the woods, or the you know the your, your favorite your favorite park. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what have you been on that? Well, no, because it, oh, that's it's right, it's new, just, right? Yeah, it's opening, just opening up. Yeah, this weekend, yeah. At the same time as Pandora. Oh, is it? All right. So the question is: Is it like you know what have you, what have you guys heard? Is it really like so, Guardians of the Galaxy? Does it fit? Does it yeah. fit in that ride? In in that ride? So I actually sent a message to uh, to you guys earlier. I. I was looking at pictures of it. Yeah. I was pretty skeptical mm-hmm. about it, um, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, and and there's a really cool animatronic of, of uh, Rocket Raccoon there um, that gives you like all of the instructions before you go in. Like he's it's a really neat animatronic uh, uh-huh. that I watched a video of. And also too, you know, I I not to go back to Stitch for a second, but as much as that ride stinks, the Stitch animatronics probably top ten, right? Best animatronics. That animatronic's amazing. No. Well, you know what? The only thing is, I've seen the goblins now at Universal, and there is honestly nothing like it—not anything even close. Sorry, really? well, and not even close. I we'll kid have to you wait not. And see what you say after Pandora, yeah. because I've been hearing that that's the new. Okay, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see because that that will be a good comparison. I want my own. I want my own show after I come back. <laughs> yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. This is shaping yeah, up to be so, the longest podcast we've ever done, and maybe maybe we should. Wrap but I'm it. having so much fun, though. I we know, are. I know. That's the problem with these things. We could just we could talk for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely could. Yeah, we definitely could. All right, so wait, so I have to wrap up now. Are we done? We're actually well, done. Trevor, We're not- if you want to mention something real quick about uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy, right? I don't know if you had a thought about that before so, we wrap up, but so the one thing that I think that is really good about it is that they've kind of taken the same approach that they did with Star Tours, and that the ride is actually different every time you do it now. And it's not like the, the tower terror in, in Florida, which where is it's just awesome. random. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not just random drop sequences. What it is, is they actually have a cue to music now. So there's six different tracks currently that they're using from the movie and the ride goes in cue with the music, which I think is really, really great. And I think we'll, I think <clears> it just brings it to that next level. And then also they can expand on it later when they, like when new movies and stuff like that come out. So I'm I'm calling lame on it, but that that's just I, you know you should if you're calling lame on it, I would suggest you can look up videos. They do have ride footage now. It mm. looks pretty cool. I, I was skeptical, but I you know they did a really nice job with it. You know with these overlays, sometimes you're always just like ah, who knows how it's going to turn out, right? And and Frozen is pretty well done, I would say. Yeah, I, yeah. Again, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I, I, I think they're starting to think these things through. They're not they're not just slapping it on and saying good like they're yeah they're really rethinking them from start to finish again you, you know my whole take on all of this build new rides let the old rides <laughs> yeah. say classic build new rides I, i'm not for these refreshes revamps reasons i i want to go back and like i said i want to go to river country just that was my you know that I'm... the first time i went to disney <laughs> was when river country was open bring it back bring it back we, yeah. we again i yeah. i would i I was I always like I'm a compare and contrast kind of guy, so I can't wait to go to the new, uh, was it Volcano Bay? I think that opens up. Oh, at uh, Universal. Yeah, yeah. kind of compare yeah, that because 
I think that the water parks at Disney are top notch, so I always yeah. like to compare things. All right, I'm wrapping up though because yeah. we're way too long. <laughs> you were way yeah. too long today. We're way too long. We kind of right, had so a feeling that was going to happen. We had a lot to talk. We about, did. So. We definitely <laughs> Sorry, had a lot everyone. to talk about. Um, so a couple things. You know, our, our email address is welcomehomepodcast at gmail dot com. You can check out the website, which has a lot of information on it. Welcomehomepodcast dot com. We, we've actually gotten a lot of nice fan mail, which has you know been great for us. We've gotten some questions. Also great for us, and you know, just some general feedback. We love that. We so haven't gotten can... anything mean yet, so that's good. No, not yet. But you know what? We'll know that we're big time when we've gotten some mean stuff too. So that being said, if you want to send mean stuff, we're all for that too. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Welcome Home Podcast, Twitter at Welcome Home Pod, Instagram, which I hear some rumors that when Tom goes, they're going to take that over and do some stuff. Is at Welcome Home Pick, and please help us by reviewing us on iTunes or any other service because. That actually helps more people find us, which means more questions, which means more stuff. And listen, if we hit a super high number, I heard Tom said he'll do one every day. It might just be him. <laughs> it mean, might we, just be him, but yeah. he'll do one every day. Sometimes I feel that we do these long shows that we could just literally, we could probably talk for every day. I mean, we, could, we there's enough to talk about, right? Yeah. I always think we're going to run out of yeah. topics, but we never seem to. So, <laughs> um, so all that being said, thanks so much for listening to us. Uh, you know, we have had... Uh, a tremendous amount of listeners um, more than we probably could have ever imagined within five episodes so thank you all for listening we really really appreciate it uh, you know if you enjoy this show please share with a friend like our page don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast so you can get uh, every episode as soon as it gets released you know put that thing on auto download so you don't even have to download it um, you know you can find us on iTunes Google Play Music TuneIn Stitcher just about any place you can find podcasts you can find us um, just a reminder to our listeners as always uh, welcome home podcast is for entertainment only hopefully you actually are being entertained by this as we just ramble on about disney things um but we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such all opinions are uh, expressed on the show are our own uh please make sure you're consulting uh, a dvc representative a cast member uh, disney websites to verify any of the information uh, that we are giving you on this show uh you can find me tom on uh, princecharmingvacations.com for all your disney vacation planning needs damon uh, bscKids.com for all your Disney television show stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so you much. You find Trevor in Canada. You can, yeah. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, you find <laughs> Trevor in Canada. If you're in Canada, yeah. go talk to Trevor about Hit Disney. Up, guys. He will talk to you. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and, of course, Disney Vacation Club talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is not